0: The National Aeronautics and Space Administration, better known as NASA, has made some pretty significant discoveries, and they've got some pretty incredible ongoing research going on. I'm Floyd Whiting, and this is Jackalope's Explore.
1: This episode of Jackalope's Explore is brought to you by Sheridan Stationery Books and Gifts, located at 535 North Main Street in Sheridan. Stop by today to peruse books, stationery, gifts, sports cards, and more. Or visit us at SheridanStationeryBooks.com.
0: I'm Floyd Whiting. And I'm Aaron Linden. I'm Steve Sisson.
2: I'm Emmy Whiting,
0: and we are your jackalopes. Here, we take a deep dive into the jackalope hole to find context to many conspiracy theories and issues affecting our world today. Today, we're not really looking at conspiracy theories. We're looking at ongoing studies and things that NASA has done over the course of the past couple of years. Uh, a little bit of controversy uh, within uh, some of these articles that I managed to find, but there are some great things that are actually happening, uh, and and NASA's getting a lot of fantastic uh, research and space studies. We're taking all kinds of photos with uh, all kinds of telescopes, and you really don't hear about it in the news like we used to. Uh, Let's touch on that just a little bit, because, Aaron, this is something that you and I uh, were discussing the other day. Steve, you're great about keeping up with what NASA actually does uh, on a day-to-day basis. But why aren't we hearing about uh, these fantastic discoveries that have gone on.
1: Personally, I think NASA's bad at marketing maybe. I don't yeah. or it's just news cycles, right? I mean, like we get more into what's going on in the Ukraine or what's going on in the elections that aren't going to take place for another year. It, it doesn't spark the imagination like it used to. When we're putting people on the moon, everybody's like gathered around the TV, super excited. We put stuff on Mars, people are like, oh, okay. We bring stuff back from asteroids. People are like, eh. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I think part of it is back in the day, the space race was really important. Like, we're going to be the first. We're the best. We're going to get to the moon. We're going to do all these things. Yay. We've got all this pride in it. Now it's more like, well, it cost a billion dollars. What could we have done with that money? <laughs> no, yeah. You know, yeah. and I think that the societally, a section has just moved on and and they're like, that's great. But China's doing it. India's doing it. Everybody's doing it. W- what are we gaining by doing it ourselves? Why are we not doing more conglomerations with like the international space station? Why aren't we all pooling our money together to do one mission? And we'll kind of get into this a little bit further in after my diatribe <laughs> of what has recently occurred that is really actually super cool. But the more you start thinking about it, and I'm one of those guys that I see both sides of everything. I see the good, I see the bad, I see all the edges of the coin as well. And so I always have a hard time trying to go, was this a good thing? Was it a bad thing? Could we have done something else? Who knows? But that's why we like to bring this stuff to your attention is for you to make that decision on this kind of stuff. So, recently in a historic first the osiris rex so as a probe that went to a neo a near Earth, near earth orbiting basically asteroid or whatever you want to call it any object that comes close to the earth essentially we recovered samples from an asteroid benu and brought them back to earth after a four billion mile journey this is a seven year mission. It launched in 2016. I don't remember hearing about this. I never heard it. I mean, it, yeah. I remember when we were sending things to Mars. I remember, you know, the Hubble telescope, the James Webb telescope, like those were publicized. I don't remember anything so, about this, this in 2016.
2: This was seven years ago. Yeah. I, you know, that could be a part of why people aren't hearing about nasa anymore the attention spans of everyone has gone down mm-hmm. and i mean it's just kind of you know the way the world works now right yeah so
1: if it's not right if, in front of you if it's, it's going to take yeah. seven
2: years <laughs> yeah that's a long time to be following Ain't nobody got time for that yeah right yeah. it's not like it's not like <laughs> hey i mean,
3: remember that one thing seven years ago that yeah.
1: incident like
3: oh no <laughs> and, and at that <laughs> point it was just a launch anyway i mean what you have nothing to report except like years and years from now it might do something right but i will say that- launch
0: i i do remember something in the news about the trajectory that this was going to be an attempt by nasa to try and hit essentially a moving target Mm -hmm. right now i don't know if individuals understand the math and the physics that has to go into this but holy cow i want you to shoot a moving bullet with a bullet right uh, it, it's, that's exactly what's going on. And by the way, you're doing it millions of miles away from where you're at now. So it's a hell of an endeavor. Uh, and it was a, a hell of a risk to take. You're trusting somebody's math. Uh, now granted, they've got the best mathematicians on earth. Uh, they've got some of the greatest physicists on earth. So if you're going to trust somebody's math, it would be theirs. Right. Um, what did they find? So they launched this thing in 2016. It arrived at Bennu in
1: 2018. And it was kind of interesting because it discovered something more akin to a pile of rocks and gravel than, you know, what we conjure in our minds is a, a hard rock, mm-hmm. essentially. Right, yeah, like a big you know, like floating rock that in space. took out the dinosaurs, not something that shot out like a shotgun, you know, instead of a bullet itself. So it was just gravel and rubble kind of formed together. Um, so it was completely different than what they were expecting. So samples were taken in 2020 of this thing, but they, because when they got there, it wasn't what they thought it was going to be. They actually had to redo the math as to where the landing site was going to be. And they actually on the fly, put this thing down in a landing area, a quarter of the site, less than a quarter of the size of the original landing area. Wow. On the fly. I mean, that's impressive. That
2: is impressive, It's kind written, of like yeah. when we
1: sent the rovers to Mars, and they said it was like hitting an intergalactic hole in one. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they put it right in this crater that they wanted it to go into. Like, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> that's, that is yeah. impressive. I can't
3: do that. No. <laughs> no. 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 Even with billions of dollars, you still couldn't do that. No, I
1: would take the billions of dollars, but it'd probably, probably be a waste. So anyway, they, they land in this smaller area. Uh, The mission, again, costing a billion dollars, taking seven years, could have ended in disaster as the sample capsule was released just the other day from a height of 63,000 miles above the earth. And it reached speeds of 27,000 miles per hour on the way down, generating temperatures of over 5,300 degrees Fahrenheit. Coming, coming, home. coming it's, home, it's a little hot, yeah. coming in hot. <laughs> the problem was that the chute originally was supposed to deploy at a height of about 5,000 feet and it deployed at 20,000 feet. Mm. And they didn't know if it would actually be able to subs- uh, sustain four times mm. the, the drop that it was rated for. It did, so that's good. Um, it was brought back uh, into a clean room after it cooled down enough that they could actually <laughs> transport it. And one of the main goals of the mission was to gather at least two ounces of debris
2: mm-hmm.
1: from it, from, you know, the the samplings. They actually brought back 8.8 8 ounces of what was referred to as space goodies, which <laughs> I love. That was my favorite part of the it's whole story. Yeah. yeah. You Go space goodies. Hit the, hit the asteroids, see what comes out, Gathered it up. Um, <laughs> So NASA is actually keeping 70% of the space goodies, which is about 6.16 ounces. 25% or 2.2 ounces will be shared between 200 other scientists at 35 facilities. So that's about 0.011 ounce per scientist. (laughs) Don't misplace that. (laughs) And 4% will be given to the Canadian Space Agency. (laughs) Anybody raise your hand to... We know that there was a Canadian space. They, they, I knew that nation. they had something, yeah, but sure. yeah.
3: One of the robotic arms on the space shuttle or on the yeah, that was a Canada uh object, so yeah, uh, they, okay. they've had some involvement. Had some, yeah. yeah. You know,
1: I'm not I'm just like
0: okay. You just well, I'm sure if you were in Canada you probably hear a lot more about that right, here right. in the United States. Well, you mean? barely yeah. even hear anything <laughs> about <laughs> NASA, so. NASA, right?
1: I mean that's kind of part yeah. of the show, really. And then 0.5% will be given to the Japanese Aerospace Exploration Agency or JAXA. Interestingly enough though, and this is one of those things where I'm like, okay, wait a minute. The Japanese Aerospace Exploration Agency already has done two missions like this. They've already sent objects to gather Information, dust, rocks, whatever, from asteroids and brought them back. They've done it twice. Hmm. We've done it. This was our first. So you look at this, and if you look at just in ounces, 8.8 8 ounces, of which we're keeping 6.16 ounces, each ounce essentially costs $113,636,363 and sixty three, sixty (laughs) three, sixty three repeating cents. Now, if you're a numerologist, maybe you want to get into this and that's where your conspiracy comes in, (laughs) I don't know. But with that being said, I mean, so we spend a billion dollars on this mission.
0: Watch it get lost in the mail. And right,
1: exactly. Oh my God.
0: I got the certified letter right here.
1: (laughs) So you look at this and you go, okay, well, wait a minute. If, If Japan's already done this a couple of times, Why Why are we we doing doing it at the cost of a billion dollars? To say that we can and we did? Why are we not teaming up and going, wait a minute, let's let's Japan, us, Canada, Mm -hmm. whatever, let's get together, pool our resources, do three or four different experiments then, if that's the case, and really make something out of this instead of possibly, and I get that this is a different interplanetary object than maybe what they sampled, but still, why are we not, I guess it just gets back to that whole, not in my, you know, take your toys out of my sandbox. I want to play the way I want to. I don't know, it just, that's one of those things where I look at it and I'm like a billion dollars. What, what would that have been across the three? Okay, 333 million. Fine, that seems like fine. We could have taken that other billion dollars and like solve problems, not like, where'd we come from? but like we're already here and we've screwed some stuff <laughs> up. Let's yeah. fix that, where are we going, yeah. But so why, why Bennu, why this Neo? Well, it passes by about every six years. Okay, so that's-
0: So we knew where it was gonna be. We
1: knew where it was gonna be. So the math gets a, a little simpler. <laughs> the math. It's <laughs> mapping. Uh, mapping. <laughs> so it's also believed to have been wandering the solar system since the very early days. They hypothesized that Bennu was formed about 10 million years after the quintessential Big Bang. So it's been out there for about 4.5 billion years. So they're they're hoping that it's holding secrets to the early universe, maybe even secrets as to how and where we came from. Some of the earlier formation of The periodic table of elements i mean things that we just don't know it may even hold things we've never seen before
0: yeah i would be i would be really curious as to know um the building blocks of the universe mm -hmm. i mean are we lucky enough to be able to sit here and say that earth has all of them I don't think like yeah. every yeah. mineral, every yeah. every element. Absolutely not. Not likely, no. Yeah, not likely, right? right? I mean, we really look at the universe. I imagine there's probably entire sections of this galaxy alone that have elements that we can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so I could I could see that where I would want to know does that thing contain something that we don't have here? Right. A um, billion dollars? Yeah, sure. Huh?
1: maybe, maybe it contains something that's worth a trillion dollars. Right? Nobody, and, and nobody six ever. Years from now we net it and drag it to Earth,
0: and <laughs> God only knows what happens. Then. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, right. when it comes to like popular sentiment, and when I say popular, I'm talking like national conversation. Nobody ever questions the defense budget. Right. Sure, there's politicians that come out and say, "Wow, look at this amount of money," but nobody ever really sits there and goes, "No, I think we're done." giving trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars to the defense budget. But every time we make some sort of monumentous discovery, people are like, well, how much did that cost? <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> Less than that tank. So we're okay. Right. You know, if we really want to look at certain things, a billion dollars to explore the stars, oh, that's I cheap. Think I think it's, it's cheap.
1: absolutely... A necessity yeah. honestly i mean it's it's the human condition to to want to explore mm-hmm. there's something over that hill and i haven't seen it exactly ever. but again you know we get back to we don't know jack boo about our ocean you know so right. it's like how much could a billion dollars for the ocean
0: now, you see, know that's a, that's a whole nother show that i think we should touch on because i had heard uh through conspiracy theory networks what? That, <laughs> that nasa had actually started an exploration mm-hmm. in the ocean And then all of a sudden, one day, they just stopped. They were told to stop.
2: What's in the ocean is none of my business.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Poseidon's down there doing whatever Poseidon wants to do. Right. And him and the Kraken take their daily walks. That ain't my problem. (laughs) Uh, The underground alien bases
1: in the Marianas Trench are not to be discovered. (laughs) And, yeah, there's all kinds of crazy going on.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, we really got a lot. It would be a great show though. I, it they would.
0: would yeah. And I and I totally get what you're saying here, Aaron, where you're like, why are we going out there when our own neighborhood we don't even right. know what's what's going well, on? Well it's
1: kind of like clean your own house
0: first, right? right. I mean, right. I yes. can't I yeah. can't
1: come over and be like, hey, Floyd, the pizza boxes are getting a little out of control <laughs> when I've got a crap storm <laughs> in my own kitchen. You know? Have, Have we no had no him idea. over to the house? <laughs>
2: accurate. That I, is. Is. I
1: mean, I'm not stalking you, but I like how you rearrange wow. the furniture. Yeah, the living room. Yes, She did that recently too. That's yeah. getting a little weird. Yeah. So here's the weirdest part about this whole thing though. So they go up and they hit this object, right? Why? Okay, pass by every six years. Okay, makes sense. We know where it's gonna be. We're gonna gather some stuff off of it because we think it's been around since 10 million years after the Big Bang. Awesome. There's probably some really cool stuff in there that we've never seen before. The scariest part of this though, is that Bennu is also hypothesized to be it's within the next 200 years, the only Neo within the next 200 years that has a high potential potential and probability of striking the earth
0: yeah. by 2182. Okay, so let's let's look at that because this is one thing that always drove me nuts in the 90s and the early 2000s. Armageddon and asteroids are common. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everyone calm it. the hell down. Um, first off, meteors hit this planet every single day. This is not uncommon. The The big thing is like, is it big enough that it's actually gonna make an impact, right? It's pretty good. Right. And, well, now,
2: and if, is it gonna break up though? Within well, the well see, of time. and you, yeah.
0: you just told us that yeah. this wasn't like a solid object. This right. is like a an accumulation. Mm-hmm. It's like somebody throwing a snowball, mm-hmm. right? Like it's a bunch of little stuff barely compacted together, thrown through the stars. Its trajectory is going to change and eventually one one day might hit Earth. That would be catastrophic. Even if it does break up in the atmosphere, there's enough material here that this could be bad. And even if the smallest asteroid is only the size of New York, then we're all in trouble. (laughs) But I now know that this is not one solid object. So the proper placement of megaton nuclear warheads within this thing could just blast it apart, right? Right. Uh, And not just change the directory, but just spread it everywhere, get it everywhere. Again, that comes with its own, you know, serious caution when you're doing this right. because are you actually blasting it closer right or actually into our neighborhood
3: yeah and where are those pieces going and
0: where you, you never know because that's the thing <laughs> about an explosion yeah very rarely does it go where you want it to go right. and and we're dealing with a uh, totally different environment out there than what we've tested this stuff for So I I could see exactly why NASA wanted to go take a look at this, especially now if someone's Mm -hmm. like, oh, by the way, in a couple hundred years, this thing's going to hit Earth. Okay, let's go check it out. Right. Yeah, worth more than a billion, I would say then, because you talk about lives. Uh, Funding is is just, it's not relevant to me. It doesn't matter. What
2: year did you say again?
0: 2182. Okay. Oh,
2: we're no, going to long gone, God,
1: long gone, long that. gone. Unless they implant your soul and
0: mind into an
2: AI. No, I'm right. not.
0: Yeah. I, Even I, I'll, I'll,
2: I'll say no to that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wouldn't I that just be that. a hell, right? <laughs> right? Didn't the Bible say that, uh, you know, the people in hell are going to wish for death and death doesn't come? Right, right. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: But I just found all of it very interesting to the, to the point that you know from the money spent to the length of time to not really hearing about it yeah you know and the the part that blows my mind the most is i do think it's social media i think it's news cycles i think it's those kinds of things we're hearing about it we're doing a show on it will we ever hear about the results and when they do come out will we care if 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 there's it's, something earth-shattering, there you go. If and it's fascinating, the, 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 the,
0: the, you no know, no pun intended. <laughs> just a <bunch> of
1: <laughs>
0: well, yeah, but if it is just a bunch of elements and dirt, then we can sit there and we're still learning something.
1: Well, we can if if it if we find that everything that we brought back is everything that we know.
0: Okay, so then we the kind of know everything, well, don't we? Right, but at at the same time, we don't though, because this was. Uh, in, you know, an object floating through space when the entire known universe reality as we know it was in its primordial stages, mm-hmm. right? So this is just like going back in time, walking up to a pool of water and going, is that where life is forming? Maybe, maybe not. Let's take a sample and go home. That's what they've done here, right? But they've done it in a cosmic scale, you know? Uh, okay. So now what can I learn from these elements? That are going to teach me about the fundamental foundations of the universe itself.
2: Well, and who knows what you're going to find in it. I mean, exactly. You, you could find like some sort of dead life form on it. I had, can't imagine anything's living on that thing, but I mean, you could find fossils or mm-hmm. things like that too. Now that
1: would be see yeah. well worth a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. But if they go, Oh, yeah. there's some selenium and there's some carbon and there's a, a lot of silicate,
0: a lot right. of silicate.
1: <laughs> that would. I mean, that's that's worth its value as well just because then you go okay this thing formed 10 million years after the big bang and it was still the fundamental thing that the we've already seen we know there we go so now we can now then extrapolate that into okay so it does take carbon it does take oxygen it mm-hmm. does take why it takes all those things instead of like you know some sort of
0: helium breather or mm-hmm. somewhere right mm-hmm. so and, and so we got to look at that kind of stuff it like a scientist, where even if we come back with these results and it is just junk we already knew about, hey, but that's still mm-hmm. really old junk that we already knew about, man, um, and, and actually learning quite a bit from that. And I think that's a significant jump in research and, and, and study. And I think that's where you have to look at NASA from is is that okay the space race the the we're gonna put a man on the moon we're gonna put a man on mars i mean we had pie in the sky thoughts when all of this stuff first started okay in in the 1950s we were gonna be in flying cars train i mean mass transit right. was gonna be all over the united states we, we were gonna live in mega cities made out of glass by the 1990s here's the hard part Reality came crashing down. And and we go from this uh, society that was a little ignorant of, of the space and, and what is possible and what can we really look at. So we did have pie in the sky fantasies about this. Think about the... the You know, the look of like a space poster in the 1950s, -hmm. you know, oh, this is the future. This is we're all going to be eating space food. This is awesome. And then all of a sudden reality sets in. You're like, well, space food tastes like crap. (laughs) And that's expensive. And that's not a reality. And if you think DUIs on the ground are bad, wait till a car (laughs) comes crashing through someone's house. Right. That's... Reality. Uh, so, so when that reality came crashing down, the interest in well, what's it gonna take? I'm gonna live on Mars? No, you're not, sweetheart. <laughs> Probably never. Probably not for two or three generations at the very best. We've got a lot of things that we got to think about. Uh, i honestly don't believe that the human beings will be the ones to spread through the entire universe realities have set in now where we've got to consider a lot of stuff number one is the gravity going to be the same what's that going to do with long-term effect on my body your body Mm -hmm. the body of our descendants what's the bacteria like on this planet because it's alien and we don't know if it's going to kill us in two seconds or if it's going to incite and mutate a massive plague that will sweep through the human race and wipe us all out just because we got curious these are the realities of space travel isn't that kind of one of the scary
1: things though is like when they brought back moon rocks mm-hmm. forever they were like what well, yeah. can't take them out of the room because well, we you... don't know but so now you're Pulling stuff off of something that's, you know, basically four and a half billion years old, mm-hmm. bringing it here, and they're like, well, it's in the clean room. We're checking, okay, now we're just going to disseminate it to everybody. And I'm sure that they do their research and make sure that there's nothing bad in there, but that is one of those like sci fi horror movie things, isn't well, it? Like, well, let's gather this know? stuff up and bring it to Earth. How okay.
2: do you know what's bad and what's not when you if don't? It, if it's unknown, if you don't you know, you what, don't. You know. You don't. you're
0: starting. Yeah. Yeah. You're starting from zero on Mm -hmm. this. And let's say we do find a habitable planet. All right, this is great. How cool is that? There's poison ivy on Earth. There's plants on Earth that can kill you with a touch. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. What the hell's on that planet? (laughs) You know, think about it though. Everything's gotta defend itself. And so the bacteria and the stuff that survives on other planets, that's not conducive to our squishy, very vulnerable bodies. robots are Mm -hmm. now i make robots and drones that are going to settle these systems for me and while they're there they're going to build a habitat that i can then live in right we can put ourselves in safety or at least give ourselves the illusion of safety that's how these systems are going to be settled at the very best that's how these systems are going to be settled
2: and then you get communities of robots
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. And, and they're like, we don't want you here. It's you can, can stay. Wow. That's right away exactly. we, We've <laughs> gone into AI before, and, and with the artificial intelligence that we have now. And we're fine. It's when that that robot looks at you and says, "I don't want to." Yeah, that's when you need to start. We're doing it just with. fine without you coming out here. Yeah, yeah it's, right. it's algorithms. It's literally just a machine. It's just a smart machine that's got a lot of information to pull from. That's all AI is. There is no intelligence or free will to it. If one day. They were to have free will, then yeah, then you got to worry about that. I'd rather not well, have humans are, on this If planet. they're
1: a billion miles away,
0: <laughs> you go, but, okay. you, but you see what I'm saying? Where we yeah. have to, con- we got to consider these things. Um, even now, uh, you know, NASA may have actually found life on other planets. Now, this is a big may. Okay, this is a tentative discovery. We've got a lot of questions to answer before we could come out and just be like, oh, there's stuff there. But uh, in a groundbreaking revelation, scientists have disclosed the presence of a a rare water ocean on a massive exoplanet located numerous light years from Earth. So this is quite a ways away. We're we're not going to see it in our lifetime. Um, according to their investigation, the James Webb Space Telescope mm-hmm. took a peek into K twelve eighteen B. Not C. This is an exoplanet that is eight point six times the size of Earth. So this mm. is a good size a little chunk of rock floating out there. The thing of it is, it has the presence of carbon bearing molecules, including methane and carbon dioxide. Mm. Webb's discovery adds to recent studies suggesting that K218b could be a Haitian exoplanet, one that has the potential to possess a hydrogen-rich atmosphere and an ocean-covered surface. Now, one reason why we really uh, uh, took note of this is because uh, Webb's observations provided a possible detection. Possible detection, please note that of a molecule called uh, a a a dimethyl sulfide, DMS. Why is that a big deal? Because here on earth, DMS is made in only one way, life. Mm. It is a byproduct of phytoplankton Mm. in marine environments. Now, that means that this possible ocean planet could have phytoplankton phytoplankton is vital in an ecosystem especially one the size of a planet it provides a lot more oxygen for us and more <laughs> than what we want to admit um this is huge in my opinion this to me this is the biggest discovery nasa has stumbled upon in since we put somebody on that moon because even phytoplankton is life on other planets and that would uh would basically be evidence that life can exist on other planets Mm -hmm. and a lot of people you know especially people who might be watching this show where they're like well yeah we're talking about (laughs) aliens all the time right Right, right. (laughs) yes we are but the fact of the matter is the scientific community won't even acknowledge the fact that life can exist on other planets at this point. Oh, Webb's telescope may have given us the strongest evidence that it can, and if it's existing there, mm-hmm. it
2: can exist elsewhere. Yeah, in the yeah.
0: Goldilockses of many other solar systems. Mm-hmm. That's a huge deal, and that's the discovery I want people to look up. Uh, I want you to, to, you know, if you're into this stuff, take a look at this, learn this stuff because NASA has made a massive discovery and that could change the ball game where conversations go from, it's not possible. And I could see why we have no evidence of life on other planets. Mm -hmm. None. There's no scientific evidence whatsoever until now. Right now what's the first thing we do Steve if I have a piece of equipment that is giving me a reading like this what do I want to do to it
3: um, you want to own it well, <laughs> well yeah.
0: I want to make sure that equipment isn't giving me a wrong right. reading yeah mm-hmm. yeah. I, I want you have to
3: verify no, somehow yep.
0: I want no possibility of a false positive here so in my very humble backwoods Wyoming Floyd Whiting opinion, that's the first thing I'd do, tear it apart. Get up there, put somebody on that telescope, mm-hmm. and tell me that it's working 110 percent.
2: Well, and you have to do multiple readings in Absolutely. order to get, mm-hmm. you know, make sure it is accurate. Because if you get a one positive and then one negative.
0: <clears> where like, do we go from there? Yeah, yeah exactly.
2: Yeah. And well, the rest of them are negative, then the positive is probably false. Yeah.
1: And the, the crazy thing to think about, and I try to explain this to the kids, Years ago, on a camping trip up in the mountains, looking at the stars, you know, okay, there's Cassiopeia, you know, here's Big Dipper, on and on. Oh yeah, man, those could have been burned out ten billion years ago. Ten billion. So you start talking about, you know, exoplanets. I don't care two light years away. You're talking impossible. It could, it could have been, and now it's gone. Yeah, you're looking at old information. You're looking at really old information. That's like the scene from Dumb and Dumber where he's in the bar and he sees the newspaper on the wall. And he's like, "We landed on the moon." And he gets all excited. That's old info. It's yeah? old info. And so it still helps to prove yes, if if that's accurate, life is possible elsewhere. But that life may not be there anymore. And that's that's one of those hard concepts to really wrap your mind around Mm -hmm. is we're looking at stuff that is it it probably isn't there or it may be a lot more advanced than
3: well
0: that could be too well we talked about cosmic threats right quite a while ago Mm -hmm. but we talked about it and you've got the gamma ray bursts yes when we see these massive if, if you don't know what a gamma ray burst is look it up terrifying terrifying um don't
2: look it up yeah. it's happening a
0: lot a lot more than what we wanted it yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know when we first identified them we're like oh wow that's interesting uh happens every now and then and then we got better equipment and we're like that's happening a lot it, <laughs> it happens a lot but these things that we are seeing i mean they took place billions of years ago mm-hmm. that entire galaxy or that section of the galaxy or that that solar system has been gone before we crawled out of a puddle mm-hmm. so it's it's amazing but the better nasa makes its equipment the better these telescopes are the farther we can see the farther we can see the farther back in time exactly we can see. Mm-hmm. so what's really fascinating about all this is that if we build equipment strong enough and we're getting there here's here's something that brian cox a genius astrophysicist and scientist uh, uh, said the other day well i'm sure he said it years ago but i saw it the other day we're, we're on the verge of seeing the big bang now we know it's we know it's there and one reason why we all go by this theory is because of cosmic background radiation that we can read which is essentially what's left over from the big bang we can literally put that on a piece of paper for you to look at it's there but wouldn't it be fascinating if our equipment got good enough to literally look back to the birth of the universe as we know it? If we survive long enough, if we fund NASA long enough, we will be able to see that. To some people, they might say, I don't want my money going that way. Right.
1: But there's always people saying that they don't want their money going places. I mean, <laughs> that's
0: just <laughs> yeah. But we got to look at why did it fall off? It's because that pie-in-the-sky reality came Mm -hmm. crashing down.
3: Yeah, well, even, like, before the end of the Apollo missions, I mean, people had lost a lot of interest in that. We beat the Russians to the moon. There wasn't a whole lot other than rocks to see there. You know, by the third or fourth moon landing, it was starting to become routine mm-hmm. and, and boring, and we didn't really care about it anymore.
0: Yeah, we're not coming back with any massive resources. There's no aliens kicking it up there. That's a different show altogether. And it was um,
3: really expensive and risky and dangerous. It's not made of cheese. Yeah, there was, there was no good cheese up there.
1: Here's a funny thing, though. You know, we lose interest in it. I mean, if you really sit back... And contemplate that we're losing interest in putting people <laughs> on a different object in yeah. the solar system. Mm-hmm. Like we will hold our interest for 15 second Frenchy videos and go like this all day, <laughs> and we don't care about that. Like yeah. where where is the the drive anymore of of that ex- exploration of that you know wanting to learn more and not just being entertained Well,
0: you know, it's, it's,
1: in the, in I, the mar, murder words of russell crowe oh, are you not entertained
2: <laughs> all right. i will tell you it's i think it's just the society right now that we're living in a lot of people are spending their day to day surviving mm-hmm. yeah. right. and that's and that's it and that's all they can put their energy towards
3: yeah i saw a lot of uh, social media response when you know oh the government says there's aliens out there it's like i don't care Lower the yep. cost
2: of living. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> That was it. Yeah. I, I saw that one too. And I was like, yeah, that's, and that's exactly it. That's how I felt. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, but I still have to pay my rent tomorrow.
3: Right. So. I still <laughs> no. have to go to work. I mean, yeah it, doesn't, yeah, it doesn't affect me at all.
0: Yes. And again, you know, that brings us to another uh, a part of this where we have to look at Gen Z is expected to be the first generation in U.S. history that will do worse than the previous generations. So if that truly is the case, then I'm not gonna bother with space exploration. We're gonna put this on hold and we're gonna put our resources elsewhere until we all get on our feet again. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, uh, you know, that's again, that crashing reality coming down. But when you talk about the people who were looking at this stuff, the people who were doing this stuff, the people who've dedicated their lives to exploring the stars, it's a niche thing. Oh, absolutely. We've, we've got individuals with more drive than I'll ever have for anything. Sitting in rooms doing calculations that take hours, days, weeks, God, months. I think there's calculations going on from years ago. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, there are, yeah. So and they dedicate their lives to this to get us a little further, you know, maybe one step today. Maybe that's all we make. Mm-hmm. Maybe they, maybe one step is all we make this year, but it's that slow arduous process over and over that one step, one more step. And we need to continue it even in our worst times.
2: Yes, absolutely. I agree. Mm-hmm. But I, that's why I'm saying the interest is right. just not there because yeah. people yeah. are too tired. Yeah, you, you can't look
3: that far down the road when you're just looking at what happens tomorrow.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, and I think it's I think it's really tough, and
1: it just takes it takes that dedication. It takes that. Okay, we're not going to know for seven years, you <laughs> yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> a- until that thing literally is on the ground, and we go, ooh, ooh it's oh, okay, okay, it's cool enough, we can pick it up. Oh, we got our stuff. I mean, that most people. Don't want to put, you know, a month into learning a language, let alone right. wait seven years to see if we <laughs> Get actually some pull dust. stuff off, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's, but thankfully there are those people, like you yeah. said, that dedicate their lives to doing this stuff. Because I love to consume this kind yeah. of information, Absolutely, yeah, but I just think NASA has to be better about maybe bringing it to top of mind awareness, a Little rock and roll. Yeah. Right? Let's throw a little rock and roll over there. Let's, let's <laughs> some, let's throw some flair let's on this. Space exploration, sexy again. Oh, you you know, know, like, whenever, I
3: mean, whenever they've tried to do that, it always comes off of being real cheesy, though. Right. Well, the, the government just doesn't okay, understand. Okay, you want to know no, why? Play yeah. into the no,
0: I'll, I'll tell you why. Because NASA turns. Look, I'm going to use some 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 remarks here, but I adore nerds. I adore them. Day. they're the ones who make the world go round and they're the ones who discover great amazing things but shouldn't be one of our beloved and adoring nerds who does the ad campaign <laughs>
1: yeah right <laughs> right yeah.
0: yeah that's the problem Do yeah you <laughs> don't don't go to your department and be like tell me what's cool about this. Right. Math? Okay, no. 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 Right. Jed sit down. Okay, so next guy. Let's move down the line. Go find somebody who who knows how to take something like this and make it cool. Make it rock star. Make yes. it make it flashy and flary. And even then, you know, will it really hold the attention because boil it down. We find this stuff. Fascinating. We find this stuff. Amazing. Right. We see the value in it. Not everyone's going to, and unfortunately in this day and age with the society around us, it's really not relevant to the day-to-day
2: people to care. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. if, (laughs) If they really
1: wanted to be in the spotlight, and just really make NASA cool. Mm-hmm. Take a take a hundredth or a thousandth of that budget, and trick out Taylor Swift's ch- stage. In <laughs> well, you know NASA, NASA oh, and I guarantee yeah. you. Yeah. They would, it, you would see a boon in interest in NASA like you've never seen in your life. That's right. Yeah. True. Yeah. Focus on the stuff people are focusing on to get your message out. There. You
0: know what's really funny? And this is, uh, I just want to make this comment real quick and then we'll get off this subject. Uh, but uh, she's affecting voting.
1: Yeah. Yes. 53,000 people she's affecting
0: up. voting. That's why I said it. On yeah. the national That's level. Wild. That girl, what she says, oh, people could. Listen. Ultimately affect a presidential Yeah,
3: election. I was going to say, she has more pull than the president, probably. Yeah. So she could,
1: she
0: could, she could give
1: Nash
3: she
0: a can little kicker. A the little, fan. a little love. <laughs> yeah. <know>.
2: yeah. <laughs> but that's also terrifying like it so absolutely is you scary. don't want to get
1: me on
3: that so fast <laughs> yeah. but yeah well i think nasa's just too busy uh, doing all the cgi fakery of the international space station yeah, yeah right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, and all those cgi round earth images i
0: just don't understand yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what bothers me about that is because look everyone's got the right to believe whatever they want but you know <sighs> With the dawn of the misinformation age, it has been absolutely staggering to watch individuals who believe some of the most outworldly shit <laughs> yeah. stand up and say, this is the way it is. You're all wrong. Yeah.
2: Oh. This is the truth. Yeah. And, and Here's my fake evidence. <laughs> it
0: all goes back to, did we fake the moon landing? I mean, if you really think about it, anything that that NASA conspiracy stems from Mm -hmm. is this. Did we fake it? It doesn't matter if we did. It doesn't matter if we did. That's my answer to that. It's irrelevant to even wonder if we did. Because we won the space race by doing this. There have been astronauts on the moon since then. How can you prove that? Get a telescope out, point it at the moon. You can see these r- little things on there. Uh, I, I forget what they're called, but they're actually yeah, the mirrors like... So you can bounce lasers. Yes, yes there you go. That's
1: what, that's what they We could have put those there with probes. Yeah. Later.
2: Cool. I, I think it's relevant if it was faked. Yeah. I don't. I do.
3: <laughs> I, yeah, that's interesting. They I kind don't of think it's relevant. We, we kind of covered
1: faked. it with the UFOs, UAP stuff. If, if we fake that, did we fake this? Yeah. And you know, so, so real? we drop something out of the sky and we go,
2: Ooh, it came it's from an asteroid. Yeah. Cause then you yeah. question what's you real question everything not. If, mm. if you've yeah. been lied to you question what was real or not. And that's why it's important. Have you
1: ever known that guy like at the bar? and everything's like a lie and then he does say something true and you're and like and you're like yeah, okay. <laughs>
2: okay this is my
1: dog rex oh, okay. yeah it's probably not yeah. your dog it's probably not named rex yeah. and well, then it turns out it is his dog and its named rex but you just don't believe like it the I'm, the not talking, wolf. I'm not
0: talking i'm not talking about the person i'm talking about the subject in general it's irrelevant because we we won the space race because of that landing but okay.
2: people make it relevant
0: Well, see, that's, that's the entire idea. (laughs) So we've got these individuals who want to run around and basically point at this thing and say, well, it wasn't real. And here's all the evidence. How many times had we been on the moon before that? Zero. Zero. So do we know everything about how recording equipment and shadows and all that's going to go? No. Right. Is this all the footage? Do we have hundred and ten percent of the footage that NASA filmed up there?
1: No, no. Because we don't have the footage with all of the UFOs in it.
0: That's right. That part was kept in the vault. <laughs> we'll see, and then keep that there on the But <laughs> yeah. you, but you, you got to be at least seeing my point, here, oh, yeah, where absolutely. it's like it, it, doesn't even matter, because that is so far in the past now, that that we have gone forward and past mm-hmm. that. What I want to see now. What I was, I wasn't promised, but what I believed would happen within my lifetime is a colony on Mars. Mm. Yeah, That's what I want to see. I want to see... Ended up by Matt Damon? Yes. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I haven't watched that movie, but I've seen clips of it and it looks brilliant. Oh, you got to see it. Um, but that's what I want to see. I want to see a colony on Mars. But now you got to ask yourself, why? What's on Mars that we need to put Mm-hmm. an entire colony mm-hmm. on there w- what
3: well i think the i think the importance of that is at, at some point whether we do it to ourselves or if it just happens naturally this planet won't be uh, inhabitable anymore so mm-hmm. you got to move away and and you got to spread out the only way the human species is going to survive is
0: to get spread out off of this planet somehow and again i don't think it's going to be on other planets unless by the grace of the universe itself, we find something that matches Earth. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and Mars is still too close. I mean, if, yeah. if the
3: sun goes, Mars is going as well. So. Oh,
0: yeah. 4.6 billion years, they figure it's gonna be the end of the, the soul as we know it. Mm-hmm. She'll get huge, she'll blast up to a red giant, she'll consume everything up until about Jupiter.
2: When I learned about this in middle school, i was terrified
1: (laughs) 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 they wanted you to feel they're like it's 4.5 billion years you're like but it's too soon (laughs) it's
3: still gonna happen right and maybe that is too soon maybe we won't have gone far enough by then because who knows what you know it's it's taking a long time to get off of this planet
0: well and here's the thing that uh, i've said in the past that has upset other individuals maybe that's our end
3: it could, yeah. yeah, very well could be so what? That was our purpose to come I'm and go sure
1: and...
0: it's happened trillions of times before right. if we if we wipe ourselves out, whether it be through nuclear war, whether it be through us munching up every single resource that we can possibly munch up, then an external force can look at this and be like look at that. DNA evolved far enough along to destroy itself. <laughs> right? It's not the human. If you're looking at planet Earth, you're not going. Oh, let's study humans. No, Either
2: this is the guy,
0: the hero. But they left a lot of plastic behind. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're still going to see that McDonald's cup floating through. <laughs> you know, they're like, yeah. These guys, are telling they're everywhere. But, but externally. You know if you are an alien studying earth you're basically looking at it going wow look at all the these monkeys have kind of they're starting to alter their environments but what i'm studying as a scientist is dna okay and that's assuming that they're not dna made up of dna right But yeah. let's say this is a very specific thing to earth and right now it is mm-hmm. so that's what i would be studying dna this little tiny chain of four things evolved itself along far enough that it started to try and grasp an understanding of what it is it started to try and grasp an understanding of how to even manipulate itself and then all of a sudden it just died out (laughs) because dna used up all the resources that's what i'd be looking at Mm -hmm. and and if that's our fate Like Aaron said, this has probably happened over and over Mm -hmm. and over again. And there are even some scientists out there who theorize that it happens every time.
3: Yeah, it's the only way it could ever go. Yeah,
0: That we we haven't seen another civilization because civilization itself Mm -hmm. cannot get that far. Yeah. And we have nothing else to really base that off of. Maybe civilizations don't get that far. Maybe that's not something that happens. Maybe it uses up its resources every single time and it's just gone. Or maybe the universe itself cleans house mm-hmm. by going gamma ray burst, <laughs> right. pop, done. Right. Maybe yeah. they're so frequent that nobody can get off the ground. Yeah, the thing that kind of sucks is, is we know that the potential
3: is there. Like it could do this, but there's all these obstacles in its own way that it creates, that prevents things from happening. Story of my life, buddy.
0: <laughs> yeah. The pathway. It's a potential, <laughs> but boy, stepping on his own foot all the way. That's amazing. And just
3: amplify that to every single individual, and then collectively. And that's us yeah. as a species
0: and a society. Uh, but so.
1: that's what I'm hoping they find with this 8.8 8 ounce <laughs> sample is no. Maybe life has gone on. Maybe there is ways to get past, or yeah, that's it. I mean, it, it happens in a two billion year cycle. You get this far and it's wiped out. Let's yeah. start
3: over. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, it. Well, the clock is always ticking because gamma ray bursts or something else is eventually going to take it out. So you have a limited amount of time to get to point B. Mm -hmm. And so is it possible to get there?
0: And you know, when it comes to, you know, people who may not believe in aliens, so I want you to keep this in mind. Neil deGrasse Tyson was actually interviewing a a physicist or someone whose job it is to do this, search the universe for life. And when he asked, uh, you know, how much have we searched? She said, basically, I want you to go out with a glass of water, an eight ounce glass of water and scoop up some water out of the ocean. That glass is what we've looked at. (laughs) Now, if you're looking at that glass and you're like, well, there's no life in the ocean. Right. Because it's not in this glass. Mm -hmm. How wrong would you be? Pretty damn wrong. Yeah. So we just, we don't know enough yet. I mean there really could be a galactic empire out there that is basically like, well, we've got the technology to keep hidden from these little monkeys on the blue one. So just (laughs) remain hidden. We'll let them get so far along. And I mean, once you dive into this world of conspiracies and once you really start looking at this stuff, boy, man, some of the statements made not by, Oh, crazy jab out there in in the forest saw himself some aliens no 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 (laughs) you start hearing statements that are being made by former ministers former former defense workers former uh people who were in high government positions who were basically doing their deathbed confessions before they call it out and they're like man some of the stuff they're saying is just mind-blowing So what if we all collectively as a society just stood up and said, okay, they're here. They've been here for a while. Acknowledge that as a society and all scream up at the sky at one time, help us fix our problems. Mm. Help us, help us feed the hungry. It's the same argument I have against God. Help us. Why are you allowing this to happen? Is this a study? Are we a petri dish? That's rude. It's a sentient life form. And you're allowing its children to just die over and over again from very simple things that your society could fix.
2: In that aspect, I mean, look at, like, orcas being kept in captivity by us.
0: Which I hate. When they're Mm
2: -hmm. an intelligent creature, they're being... kept in captivity by us so i mean it's kind of a cycle yeah if you look at it that way
1: hmm. well i always thought <laughs> this is kind of interesting but dr seuss horton hears a who mm-hmm. with brilliant oh speck amazing. of dust and he hears something now there can't be anything on that speck of dust he's huge speck of dust tries to save it does save it whatever but what if what if that is the Mystery of the universe. I mean, mm-hmm. literally, we're a speck of nothing, in a bigger speck of mm, kind of something. There is way more out there, and hopefully, this speck that we just pulled some really tiny specks off of, <laughs> yeah. help us figure that out. Yep.
0: Little, I think the only
1: gravel might. Yep.
0: Yep. But really, the only thing that this speck, those specks, could teach us. Is what was this like 10 million or, uh, 10 million years after the big right, bang. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, but that may be enough.
2: Yeah. There's a lot to that though. Yeah. yeah.
0: What was before the big bang? Well, that's a whole
3: different <laughs> show. show. <laughs> that's several shows. I yeah. Think.
0: <laughs> you know, they always tell me that space is expanding. What's beyond the veil then? Yeah. Right. What's beyond that black backdrop? Mm-hmm. Is it just gray? What, what could be there? There's got it's to be something. blacker. There's got to be... <laughs> but you see my point. It's got to be something. Right? The only reason it's it's black when you look up at the skies, because it's vast emptiness. Yeah. There's just mm-hmm. nothing beyond that. But could there be literally nothing past that? Well, that what is yeah. nothing?
3: So yeah. What does nothing exist in?
0: If I have nothing in my hand, what's beyond the nothing? Mm. Alternate dimensions.
3: Huh? Or is there literally nothing beyond the nothing?
0: It's hard to comprehend. It is hard to comprehend because everything that we know rises, lives and falls. It has a cycle. Yeah, and it exists in something. Everything exists within something else. Except whatever the hell's beyond that (laughs) (laughs) veil. But I just said, show for another time. Aaron, I'll give you the last word.
1: I think as I said, I think NASA needs to do a little better marketing. I think people will pay attention to it if it's presented to them if it's put in front of them i think it's necessary i think we do get wrapped up on oh what's the cost of that but we don't care about what a tank costs so it's just that prioritization but i do think exploring where things came from where we may have came from Is it the end-all beat-all at the end of the day or is that the dying nagging question that you go to bed wondering probably not but it's interesting to research and try and get a little glimpse of where did all of this come from and that's the part that i find absolutely fascinating you've been listening to jackalopes
0: (music) explore